0: Sexy mother S to the S
1: Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about The Flow from Symbol, recorded on the 11th of September, 1990 at Paisley Park. I'm sure listeners will recognise that date. Um, and this song itself was originally recorded with the intention of putting it onto Diamonds and Pearls. And some of the early track listings actually had this on Diamonds and Pearls. Uh, and then Prince reworked it and it kind of get left behind and uh and then picked back up for symbol and it was re-recorded early 1992 to kind of match what prince wanted from symbol uh, and released on the 13th of october 1992 on the track it is prince and the mpg which at this particular time uh consists of prince with kirk johnson damon dixon um the mpg horns uh, and tony m so we're missing a large section of the band <laughs> um, but it, this is such a short song. Um, You know, I don't think you really kind of miss them Uh, It is 2 minutes 26 Uh, Not the shortest Prince song ever I'm getting close, kind of in a top 10 for shortest Prince songs And joining me to talk about this is John Mugton Hello John Hello And I feel like it's it's pretty simple to say what the genre of this song is Because it feels um, very clear that it is a rap song This is Um, a rap track And for the first half of it, you have Prince rapping, I would say sort of not
0: not terribly but not spectacular
1: i mean it's weird because he's kind of he's kind of still singing but he's kind of like talk singing i don't know it it, it it doesn't feel like it's quite rap in the same way that the second half of the song is yeah where um you know prince implores tony shoot that piece of shit which is such a weird <laughs> kind of introduction for, for tony m halfway through the song and then we get Tony M doing what you, you know, what at the time was kind of almost like stereotypical in terms of rap, which is trying to get a lot of words out at the, you know, at oh, the yeah. same time. Yep. This is... And after like 25 years or something to listen to this song, there's still no way that I could sing along to what Tony M is doing with any kind of efficiency. So, um, you know, props to Tony M for being able to, you know, rap very quickly, which I feel like at the time that was the only thing you needed to be able to do. Yes,
0: yes. This is pre gangster. So, rapping fast and. You know, lots of all of your gun stuff and things, but not the bad gun stuff was, you know, pretty much what you did. And like we said, very short. But I mean, also, it has time to fit a like a
1: a trumpet solo towards the end. Yes. (laughs) Like after after someone says to the bridge, you get this kind of this trumpet solo. And then you kind of get the the kind of chorus comes back in. Although, other than for a rap song, Prince is still... Like, the chorus is still rock to the F-L-O-W. Yes. So he's still saying rock in there, yeah. even though it's meant to be a rap song. Um, and it's, you know, just like you're supposed to do. And then you have these little samples of uh, Ladies and Gentlemen and Minneapolis. And um, there's even one which says, please don't kill me in there <laughs> as well. Um, and, you know, at the end, you have it just... You, the word rock repeated a few times. And then the song kind of finishes... And then obviously, if, you know, if you listen to the album, immediately you get the opening chord from seven. Yeah. Um, but what's odd is, you know, uh, and obviously I've spoken about this on Arrogance. You know, Arrogance kind of merges into um, the previous track by Damn you has like twenty seconds at the end where you you get Kirsty Alley coming back. Um, and there's a, a kind of little bit of a segue where she says, why are you so arrogant? And then that turns into the song Arrogance, which is even shorter than the flow. It's like a minute and a half. Yeah. But then the way Arrogance finishes, it almost feels like it's it's kind of going into the flow. But knowing the fact that Arrogance and the flow were recorded like a year apart, <laughs> like putting them together like that, I don't know, It's it, for me, it always feels like the, those two songs are kind of more closely linked than Damn You and Arrogance, even though Damn You has the segue into. that takes you into Arrogance. Right. Yeah, So it's it's kind of an interesting structure for the the kind of, um, you know, Continental obviously start in the second side and then you have these three songs in a row that kind of almost feel like they're like a little mini suite, um, you know, just because of the the kind of the way that they're, they're kind of put together. Uh, and then obviously, you know, then we go into seven, which, you know, kind of feels like a such a completely different song yeah. um, to everything that's followed it up to, up on this side so far. Um, but yeah, I mean, the lyrics as well. You have you have Prince starting out right at the beginning. Um, you know, there is, you know, as I said, it kind of segues straight into the song and you have him singing contradiction. My prediction is that is it really important where I take my naps? And I love that even when Prince tries to kind of get into the rap business, he's talking about taking naps and yep. you're like. I don't know, Prince. I mean, I, I understand what he's saying, because obviously, you know, he's, he's, at this point, he's, he's kind of in his mid thirties, and I understand the importance of being someone in their mid thirties wanting to take a nap. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I feel, as, as many people on the internet might say, the struggle is real. Oh, yes. You know, you're just like, it gets to like one o'clock and you're thinking, "Mm, it'd be nice to just like pop my head down for like an hour or something. (laughs) And um, I just think it's interesting that Prince is kind of portrayed as this kind of like workaholic who would, you know, record for 36 hours straight and stuff. And here he's talking about, is it really important where I take my naps?
0: Well, maybe at the point after the point in this where they were recording, maybe he was ready for a nap. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, he has has some, I mean, I don't want to go through every single lyric in this song
1: because I feel uh, some of them kind of I mean what the stance that Prince is trying to take is of one of, you know, a very kind of serious rapper. Yeah. Even though he's started out talking about, you know, naps, um and he he I mean he does add or who I sleep with, you know, and then he talks about people with a real mind will peep this out. Um and then he talks about another fool who don't know what she's talking about. Now, I I feel like that is the you know, an earlier version of this. Um instead of saying woman and she, it had it, it like you know, the version that was going to be on Diamonds and Pearls. Uh, you know, which is leaked out there and people have heard. It, it doesn't refer to a she; it refers to a he. Oh, okay. And so, obviously, it feels like that changes to make it reflect the fact that Vanessa Bartholomew, you know, was kind of in the segue just before arrogance. So it's almost like a little reference to her. Yeah. Um, and I feel that it kind of also, it, you know, it, it kind of goes towards the narrative of this second side, which seems to be more about Vanessa Bartholomew kind of tracking Prince down <laughs> and trying to find out what's going on with him and Maitei. And you know her, her being a a kind of journalist, really. that that, that's what that kind of feels to me like. That's what it's talking about. Is it's kind of a reference to her, um, you know. uh, Even though he does say an attempt to roast and even boast about what she knew, you know how she knew me.
0: Yeah.
1: And then there's I, I I think some of the phrasing is a little hard to kind of follow. And then you know once we get to the end of it, you know uh actually i do i do love the thing where he says and now you're trying to say that you're writing a bio about me (laughs) i mean uh you know that i i mean i like the idea that he's kind of getting annoyed at the fact that someone's trying to write a book about him and it's worth saying that you know this uh, like uh, uh, at this particular point and a few years later there were quite a few kind of prince biographies that kind of came out um you know i think that his name change uh kind of I mean, I wouldn't say provoked an interest in Prince because obviously he was still doing quite well with Diamonds and Pearls and and this album. But I feel like it obviously brought him a a level of attention, um, you know, that he kind of hadn't had for a few years. Yeah. Um, And obviously, you know, the whole dispute with Warners is, you know, it's just one of those things about Prince that people kind of, I mean you know, until his death, it was one of those things where that was kind of the last thing people remembered about Prince, was that he changed his name. Yeah. You know, so I think it's interesting when he he talks about people trying to write a biography of him in this song. You know, he he says that he's kicking the flow, and then we kind of, we get the chorus, the the rock to the FLOW. I think, I think the the interesting thing of having this, like, the samples of, like, Minneapolis, I I know that it's kind of like this weird thing of, you, you have, like, the West Coast rap, and you have the East Coast rap, and obviously you know, there was many rivalries and People getting killed over various things between those two um, sides. So I think it's interesting that Prince is trying to almost push this idea of like the Minneapolis like rap and kind of, you know, using the word Minneapolis as like a sample.
0: Yes, it's that burgeoning Minneapolis hip hop scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I think at this point just consists of Prince, T.C., Ellis and Tony M. Probably. Yep. But, and then we get uh, Tony coming in with uh, starting off by saying, just give me a beat and something to flow on. And before long, I'll have them bobbing their Jugheads to this funky song. Now, I feel like, obviously, the use of Jugheads there... The song Jughead was recorded the same day as this. And, obviously, this was meant to be on the previous album with Jughead. So it feels like that as a kind of phrase... Um, it's weird because, obviously, bringing it back here, it feels like it's a phrase that's used on these two albums. But in reality, I I feel like it was just a phrase that was only ever applied to Diamonds and Pearls and really never took off. Yeah. You know, I don't recall anyone calling anyone a Jughead at any point. No. Um, until of course you know the cw and uh and riverdale so obviously they've brought it back yeah but uh, as some kind of rap terminology or i don't think it ever kind of really caught on no i don't think so it's funny that this song kind of brings it back like one album later almost but really it didn't because this is obviously you know a song that was at this point was like a year old by the time it got put onto this album um yeah and then i mean some of the more interesting things that he says is you know like um <laughs> people apparently on the dance floor are slamming and shaking their booties screaming yoti give me more and more is what he gives them um so you know i find that interesting and of course he calls out the mpg although again he says rocking the track yep um and this is weird because obviously on this particular track really it's just the mpg horns and prints and there's not the band aren't actually there
0: so and they're barely rocking the track
1: yes i mean yeah it's mostly uh, to be honest with you it's mostly dj graves um, but yeah, and I mean, he says to- about talking about sneaking up the back of a pack of rats, which I, I don't understand what he's talking about there. Um, you know, and he, he talks about how, um, <laughs> he's, and this is, this is the bit that I can, I can never kind of ever get properly done, which is when he, he goes, that's when I change my speed and I, I flow on and then I start slipping and skipping and jumping around so much. I say, bring it on. And i went the went the way he said i mean he says it a lot quicker than I just said it yeah um but i- i mean i i admi- the thing is as well is I really enjoy this rap from tony m i I feel like you know um he is he is kind of the model of like a princified rapper, yeah like he he really fits the idea of of if prince were tony m this is this is the kind of rap that Prince would actually manage to do, uh but yeah, and then you know we finish off with rock to the f l o w and then you know just like we're supposed to do, and then, you know, a couple of times. There is actually a sample that says speak English at one point in there as well.
0: Yeah, that's uh, weird. I'm looking at that. It's too many neighbors in the, in one line before, and then speak English. Yeah. It's like, uh, which is it? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's also a little bit of the MPLS,
1: which is something that Prince also did, you know, referred to Minneapolis yep. by those letters, um, you know, and... And then obviously we kind of get the, you know, the the, the chorus like a couple of more times after the, the trumpet solo, which, of course, all good rap songs at this particular time had a trumpet solo. I mean, it's almost cliche at this point to have a trumpet solo. Um, and then we get the word rock a few times and then the song finishes, you know, like I said. And, and that's, you know, and that's it. And it's, you know, it's a quick kind of two minutes. And it, it really feels like, um, you know, I mean, even, you know, a minute shorter than Arrogance, So it's still a bit more substantial than that song, Um, but it just kind of feels like a, I don't know, to say filler makes it sound like there's nothing there, like, but, and also this is kind of like the first kind of time that Prince himself has tried to do rap. So there is, there is something kind of going on that Prince hasn't done before but it doesn't feel like it's saying anything substantial like it's it's a song about boasting about how great they are and how everyone's dancing on the dance floor but they keep saying rock in a rap track yeah um and you know the the chorus is rock to the F L O W which is you know it's fun but at the same time you're like what is the F L O W like what do those letters mean we we never find out uh, it's just it just seems like they're spelling the word out for no reason yeah and uh, I, I i mean to me, it feels like a kind of insubstantial track that isn't really kind of saying anything, um, you know. And 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 then you know by the end, you, you like as soon as you go into seven, you immediately
0: kind of forget about this song. Oh yeah, um, yeah. This is just basically know. a track that's just there to take up space. Uh, maybe it advances the plot a little bit, but it's really just there to split up and get into seven. So it's okay. I mean, it's yeah, just, it's. I mean. I would never accuse normally I would never accuse prince of generic anything but it's generic early 90s pre-gangster hip hop
1: and I would say for that reason I could never go higher than a 2 out of 5 for this it's not a song that I've listened to like a great deal um when I had the you know the cassette of the album obviously you know I really enjoyed the continental um, and I really enjoyed 7. And then, obviously, to get from one to the other, you just kind of have to spend four minutes listening to these two songs. Yeah. and Or just hit or just hit the fast-forward button. I mean, with Diamonds and Pearls, I could hit the fast-forward button and get to the beginning and get off pretty accurately. But I don't know that I could ever jump these two songs uh, with any level of accuracy and, and, and get to 7. But yeah, I mean, 2 out of 5, I can't really go any higher than that. Like you say, it does kind of just feel like a generic... It feels more like an idea of like a rap song of like Prince is like, OK, yeah. I'll do a verse. You do a verse. Here's the chorus. And then the song finishes. But the fact that they keep saying rock so many times over and over yeah. again, it's like, well, he's not. it feels like they've kind of missed the point of,
0: of what a rap song is meant yeah. to do. He's not ready to give up rock. And I mean, there were some hip hop songs that had rock in them as an adjective. But I mean, or as a, you know, as a descriptor, but it's really eh, it's eh. That's the best way I could describe it. <laughs> Out of five, what would you say? Uh, I give it a two and a half. I mean, it's you know, it's bog standard average. Okay.
1: Well, um, I mean, Prince performed it live, obviously on the on the Symbol Tour. Um, the rap that Tony M actually does from this, uh, he previously performed um, as part of the song "The Future" uh, off of um, the Batman song when when the Batman soundtrack when they did that live. So, um, you know, they they'd already kind of performed half the song before this song got released. Uh, But then, of course, after, like, you know, 92, 93, Prince, you know, he didn't perform this song again, which I can understand because half of it's Tony M. And once Tony M isn't in your band.
0: Then there's no point to have it.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's no point doing the song. Um, And I mean, I feel like it should go without saying, but I haven't found any covers of the song. So, Um, you know, you know, it's an okay song. It gets you
0: from arrogance to seven is about as much as I can say about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: so, is there anything that you wish to plug, John? Uh, right now, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, my daughter and I have been working on a long, gestating pop culture podcast that we still haven't quite gotten to yet. So, we're working on it. But, school is first. So, um, And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track
1: by Track, or you could follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us. Not sure why you would. At Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest, John. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye.